thank you again for joining us on Glory to God on the Go. My name is Scott Bruder, and this is my lovely wife. Hey, everyone out there. Suzanne, you are beautiful tonight. I like your hair. You did very good today. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she went and got her hair done today, so <clears throat> specifically for y'all. Um, so uh, we have got a great episode. I'm excited about this one. It is Christmas time. We are cozied up next to the fire. And, um, you know, it's interesting when I, when I cranked this thing up, I was like, you know, I actually feel heat from that just by the visualization of it. You know, it was, it was the warmth coming from the TV. Anyway, so, uh, we are going to talk about the title of today's service is, um, what is it? Jesus pours his love into our hearts. I just like how you say that. So I wanted you to say it. So we're going to have a little demonstration here um, of how Jesus pours into our hearts. And the rocks and the stones are going to represent um, the things we deal with in life. And Suzanne's going to talk a lot about that. It was interesting how the Holy Spirit put this into our hearts. I wanted to talk about how the love and, and what Jesus does, how he pours into our hearts and how he pours the spirit into our hearts. And she was like, well, I want to talk about getting the stones, the heavy stones that burden us and weigh us down out of our hearts. And I was like, well, that's perfect because then we can do our demonstration and it'll absolutely totally make sense. Bing. I used to have a lot of stones. Me too. Hearts. Me too. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So thank you very much for that. So we're going to talk about how he pours uh, his, his love into us. And in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus uses living water so that it pours into our heart. And since Jesus is love, what he is pouring into our hearts is love. Jesus came to this earth to share his love with us so God could experience um, us as human beings right there face to face with us to show us his love. He sent us his one and only son to sacrifice him for our sins. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. So, and as we are, as he is pouring uh, his love and his wisdom and his spirit in us, we're going to remove rocks from our heart. So this big old cup right here is going to represent us as human beings. And by the way, I poured, I filled this up with water and then I poured it into this big mason jar. And so when we start pouring this back into here, it should fill it up to the top when we get rid of all the stones in our heart, right? So my one of my favorite stories that I love about the Bible is um, the story of the woman at the well, uh, the Samaritan woman at the well. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but here are, um, we're going to talk about some several instances where he talks about the living water um, and about uh, different verses that talk about how he pours into us. And <clears throat> we're going to start, we're going to lead up to that with the story of um, how this, how Jesus met the Samaritan woman, because I truly believe that um, when him and the disciples were walking cross country, they were going to uh, another area of the of the land, and they had to walk around. The, the disciples were like, "No, we're going to walk around Samaria because we're not going to walking through it." The Samaritans and the the Jews and the Hebrews they hated each other. They didn't, they didn't like each other at all. They were, they were constantly at you know picking on each other. The Jews thought they were high and mighty, and and uh, the 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 Hebrews and then the Samaritans were like the the rejects, the castouts, right? So they didn't get along at all. So 
the Jews did not associate with the Samaritans. So they wanted to walk around Samaria, but Jesus said, nope, we're walking straight through it. And so, of course, they were going to listen to Jesus and they walked straight through it. And they got to the well. The disciples went into town to get some food. Jesus sat at the well by himself because he wanted to talk to the Lord and notice a woman comes up to the well. Okay, so that kind of leads you up to where we are. If you want to learn more about this, you can read John 4 and you can read the whole story, but I'm just going to give you a snippet of it. So in John 4, 7, it talks about the woman of Samaria. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water and Jesus said to her, now Jesus was there all by himself. He knew this was going to happen. Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city for food. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman. For Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans, as I mentioned. So Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, the gift of God being Jesus, right? And who it was who says to you, give me a drink. You would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Whew. Living water, what does that mean? So we're going to talk about that. She said to him, what? I'll take that. Oh, absolutely. I'll take it too. She said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. When, where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us this well, Jacob's well, and drank from it himself and his sons and his cattle. And Jesus answered her and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Spring up a well. Spring <laughs> up a well in me. So, um, we like to worship so funny. So, talk a little bit about the, the stones and, and this particular woman and what kind of stones she may have. The Samaritan woman, she's in this story in the middle of the day. It's it's hot. It's also the middle of the day, mm -hmm. and she's alone. And in those times, uh, the women went to, together to get the water, and they went early in the morning because it was cool, and they went together because it was dangerous. Here is this woman alone in the heat of the day, mm -hmm. and lo and behold, there's Jesus. Here comes this divine appointment, <laughs> this living water, just sitting there waiting. Um she had five different husbands, and the husband that she even had at that time, well, the man that she was with at that time wasn't even her husband. Mm -hmm. So it's obvious that there was no consistency in the relationship. She's alone. Um, stones represent unforgiveness, bitterness, rejection, hurts, or wounds, or um, anything ugly that can get Anything into worldly. Yeah, anything worldly, anything ugly that can get into our heart and just get compacted and pressed down in our heart and just fill us up with all kinds of yucky stuff. You're right. So, and 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 it, that kind of steps into the. We take a step back, and the woman said to him, "Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water." And he told her, "Go call your husband and come back." And she says, "I have no husband." And she replied, and Jesus said to her, you're right. You say that you have no husband, but in fact, you have had five husbands. And the man you have now is not your husband. So only Jesus would have known that unless he lived in that town, right? He did not live in that town. So it's amazing how 
the Holy Spirit, Jesus. Jesus is the author and finisher right. of our story. That's right. That's right. Amen. So what Jesus actually did for us was not just pour the living water into us, but once he had fulfilled the plans of the Father, that means he came to the earth, he was crucified, he was buried in the tomb, he, resur he was resurrected three days later, and for 40 days, he had, and then he ascended into heaven after he had been teaching his disciples and then said, I'm going to give you the comforter. I'm going to, the, the Father is going to send you the Holy Spirit, and he's going to pour into you. So, how do we remove some of these hard stones that are in our heart? Suzanne mentioned a few of them. So let's just let's just remove some of the hard stones in our heart. Unforgiveness. This is for the ones that you haven't forgiven yet, right? Uh, maybe it was a friend that uh, that betrayed you when you were kids, or um, a husband that. Um, didn't tell you everything or a wife that kept secrets from you and you haven't forgiven her, but you need to forget because that's why Jesus came here was not only for God to forgive us of our sins, but to teach us that we need to forgive as well. So we're going to take forgiveness out of there. We're going to take bitterness out of there. We're going to take pride. Oh, we're going to take lust of the flesh. So we're emptying this glass. And we're going to put something down here. And then we're going to take the Holy Spirit. And we're going to start filling a little bit. Okay? So we can see that the water comes right about here in the middle of the glass. But I didn't pour very much in there. Why? Why does it fill up even more? Because the rocks are taking up a lot of that volume space. They're taking up space in our hearts that God is having a hard time getting into our hearts because we're not letting him into our hearts. Remove the stones. Remove. <laughs> That's right. So, oh, so yeah, so you you are reading this one. This one's good. Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. So it's clearly stating um, we start out with stony hearts. Mm -hmm stone heart and God is speaking to you know Ezekiel here and he's going to give us a, a new heart a new fleshy heart something soft and tender and merciful and full of compassion um, so that's a good thing yes we can get a, a new heart yes we can get a good heart and he even says right after that and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws those laws right there so what does he do? He's going to, as we follow his decrees and we listen to him and we read his word and we start getting transformed in our mind, we're taking these stones out of our heart and he pours like he promises, pours into us a little bit more. Now look, I have, there's no way that if I poured all this water in there, that it, I mean, it's already up to here because we got to empty those stones out of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good stuff. So, oh, next one's good too. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. So as we think, so we are. Mm -hmm. So what would he, what do you think about yourself? Do you think you're unworthy? Do you think of guilt and shame? Do you think angry thoughts? Do you think jealousy, envy? Um, anything wicked, anything lowly, anything sad, depressing. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Those those things really hold you down. 
Those are the big ones. That and if you down. have those, if you think about those in your mind, those thoughts, they that's what you are in your mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. So if you've got anger or hatred towards someone, that's he's going to find that in your heart. So um, that's really good. So in Acts 2.17, it says, And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, I, I, I truly believe that um, the end times will come um, when we don't know. Right. But when the sons and daughters start prophesying and the young men start seeing visions and the old men start having dreams these are dreams that they're going to have that are that God's speaking to them and sharing with him what the spirit is telling them that it, it, it could be good. It could be bad, but it's what they're going to, these people that are prophesying and having these visions and having these dreams, they're going to come out and tell us what's happening. They're going to come out and, and expose what the world is doing. And when I say the world, I'm talking about the devil because the devil, I mean, this is where he reigns. He reigns on this earth, right? We do not fight flesh and blood. But the rulers, the authorities, the principalities, the evil and dark forces of the of this world and the evil in the heavenly realms. That's in Ephesians 6. So that we don't fight people. We fight the demons that are in people. So these demons that are in people, these are the things that we have to get out of our hearts. Right. And the this can only be done by the transfer the transforming of our mind by reading the Bible. Right. He is going to send prophecy and put the prophecy in the ears, small, still voice in your ear. He's going to send prophecy. He's going to send visions. He's going to send dreams to these people. And these people are going to tell you all the things that are going to happen. And believe me, when they start talking about it, listen, wake up and own it because they are going to tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, because in the end times, we don't want any of this darkness or stones mm-hmm. or, or bitterness resentment, unforgiveness in us, nothing mm-hmm. that associates with the world. We do not mm-hmm. want in our heart when the end times start revving up because if there's association, it's just not good. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy at all. So we want to go ahead and get everything we can out of us, all that That's dark, right. all that ugliness. That's right. Jesus name. Absolutely. All right. So, ooh, this one's yours too. And Psalms such a good one. 139.23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. So in here, he's asking, you know, to to search my heart, search my heart of these things, these Mm -hmm. stones, um, anxiety. We we don't want anxiety in us. That's a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. We don't want to yield to that. The hurtful ways. He's asking God to see if my heart has any hurtful ways. Mm -hmm. I don't want any hurtful ways in Mm -hmm. me. I know I'm I'm continually uh, cleaning myself out, and you know the Holy Spirit will bring to um, remembrance anything that needs to be addressed and that He wants out. You know, because it's only for our good, right? If He addresses it, so pay attention. Ask Him this this song. You know, pray this out loud every day yes. if you can. Yes. Know? That was a real good one. As a matter of fact, we got another good one for you at the end. But in, in 24, it says, see if there is any offense way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. 
Be, rescue me, O Lord, from evil men. So we have to be asking him. We have to have him and Jesus on the forefront of our mind every day, all day, throughout the day. Um, I was getting coffee this morning and I would grab a little coffee container and I poured the coffee in there or poured the sugar into my coffee and there was no more sugar. But you know what? I said, thank you, Jesus, for at least giving me the amount of sugar that you gave me in my coffee, even though it wasn't a lot. And I like a lot, you know, when your straw stands straight up in the, in the coffee, that's how I like it. But just for a game that I was like, thank you, Jesus. So I'm, I'm thanking him for everything that he's doing for me. I'm thanking him for the wife that I have, for the home that I have. And I'm doing this constantly because I want him to know that there is nothing more important in this life, on this world, than my relationship with him. And God comes first and then my family and then my job and everything else behind that. So as I'm doing that, I am also getting more of these stones out of my heart. So remember, this cup right here represents us. All right. Yeah, it's turning into a merry heart. That's a right. A thankful heart. Yeah, it's trying to, right? Enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving. That's right. So when that happens, then he can pour more of his Holy Spirit into us. Oh, I'm excited about that. <laughs> All right. So when we start talking about how he does this and what he's doing for us, we're talking about the fact that it is our duty to um, understand how God is working in our hearts, right? Again, reading the Bible, being around other Christians who are who are, are thick in the Bible, who, who learn from the Bible, um, you know, one of the hardest things for me, and I'll just be transparent, was learning verses that came from the Bible, right? Um, but, you know, as the more I get into it, the better um, I learn them. Uh, just like um, faith is the, the hope of uh, what we desire and the, the, um, um, the evidence of things not seen, right? So I, I hope that I get better at learning the verses, and I, and I, I know I'm not going to always see what God is doing for me or, or hear what God is doing for me, but I can feel what God is doing for me. And the Holy Spirit is just like that. He's just like the wind. It says that in John um, 3, 18, 3, 19, is that the Holy Spirit, when he's talking to Nicodemus, the Holy Spirit is like the wind. We don't see it, but we feel it. Ooh, I just got the heaps. Got the Jesus heaps. So, <laughs> so it, 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 that's the Holy Spirit talking to me right now. He's doing <laughs> He's doing something right now. So um, that's exciting stuff. In Isaiah 44, 3, it says, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offering and my blessing on your descendants. What he's saying is that not only is he going to pour out um the, 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 the water onto our land and make our land fruitful. He's going to be, what he's also saying is that he's going to pour that water into us and make us fruitful. Not only us, but our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. As long as we are bringing our children up in the name and in the word, they are going to learn to do the same thing for generation after generation after generation. And he is going to bless us and he's going to send those blessings from heaven. He's got rooms of blessings ready for us. As long as we draw closer to him, he's going to draw closer to us. As long as we seek his face, he's going to sprinkle blessings on us. I see. I see. Me I see. too. Me too. I oh, I think the next one's yours. Matthew 6. Um, Ezekiel. Turn that one. I will not. 
hide my face from them any longer, for I will have poured out my spirit on the house mm -hmm. of Israel, declares the Lord God. Well, he's not going to be angry uh -uh. At, that long at us. It's a good thing. Uh -huh. We thank you, Father God. You're a good God, a good, uh -huh. good shepherd. So he's going to pour his spirit out. His spirit is going to flourish and just prosper on those who receive it. And it's going to be mighty. He will not hide his face from them any longer. The Lord does not want to hide himself from you. Jesus does not want to hide himself from you. You got to think of it this way. Jesus is right here. He's right here overlooking your shoulder. Right. <laughs> He's right here. To us. He's right here looking over your shoulder, just waiting for you to say, be with me. Share my time with me. Share my life with me. Come be in my heart. Okay. And, and when you do that, he is going to jump right in. He's going to give you the Holy Spirit. He's going to fill you with the Holy Spirit. He's going to fill you with the living water, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're getting filled more and more. Ooh, look at that. But there's still a lot of volume taken up by those rocks and those stones in our heart right there, right? Okay. Oof. We're going to read a lot of scripture today because we, we really like sharing that with you. So go ahead. You're, you're Matthew 16. Matthew 6, 19. There we go. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in mm -hmm. heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also mm -hmm. be. These are the things that, these are concerns of the world, cares of the world. These are material things, high heels, football, um, finances, money, yeah. you know. Worrying Man. about money, always thinking about money. That that's a, that is not a good thing because when you leave this world, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and He comes back mm -hmm. to receive the bride, we're going to heaven, mm -hmm. and none of that's coming with us. Yeah. You know, He tells the disciples at one point, "If you get in the boat, don't you worry about what you're wearing. Don't even bring an extra pair of sandals." So the heels are going out the. The, the door, you know, we can't bring all of our shoes. And so, yeah, you know, and all of our finances. So he wants us to be good stewards of the money and do right while we're here and, and occupy accordingly to his will. But we don't need to be focusing on the worldly things. That's right. Of this world. That's what the devil wants you to do. So, you know, all the toys in your garage and all the things that you have to have that you don't really have to have. Right. Those are the things that he wants you to leave behind. And now, mind you, he it's not that he doesn't want you to prosper and he wants you to have the things that, that you desire in your heart. But he also wants you to concentrate on him being the center of your attention. And as long as he is the center of your attention, then he will give you all of the desires of your heart. He want, He doesn't want you to, to be a pauper and he doesn't want you to be poor. He wants you to thrive and he wants you to live well, right? That's why he came and sacrificed himself for us to save us of our sins. But we have to give up those sins. We have to give up those things of the hearts. We have to take out these, these stones in our heart and, and get rid of them. And some of these stones are being a little difficult because that's oh. the way the devil likes it. Right, devil doesn't. Devil doesn't want you to remove these stones. I'm telling you, he doesn't want you to remove these stones from your heart. But it's it's your it's your job, right, to pay attention. It's okay. We're gonna get out of there. It's 
because I don't want these stones in my heart. Put them right down there. So we're gonna get them out of there. So when that happens and you're able to do that, he's gonna pour a little more of the Holy Spirit in you, right? Little by little, the more you give up, the more you focus on him, the more he pours into you, right? So in John 14 and 15, 17, it says, if you love me, keep my commands, right? He didn't come here to change the law. He came here to make sure that the law is understood in the way Jesus lived to save us from our sins, right? You know that the Jews had like 363 different rules and laws when they were coming up from the Mosaic time from when Moses, they just kept adding and adding and adding and the Pharisees kept adding and adding and adding all these different laws and, and these rules. They had a lot. They had a lot. And he, he just wanted you to follow the 10. You know, he just wanted the, 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 the love your neighbor, love yourself, um, you know, make sure you respect your parents. These are the things that he wanted you to do. Of course, he expected you not to murder and steal and all those kind of things, but he wanted you to love because that's what he came to this earth for. So if you keep my commands, I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. Pay attention. He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. He is pouring the Holy Spirit in you and adding more water to you. Now, mind you, when I told you that this the, the fill spot with all water is here, okay? But why is it here when I have this much water left? It's because we still got stones in our heart. Right? And we have to get rid of those. We move a little bit further down in John 14 to 21. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Jesus is going to show himself to you in various ways. It could be a small, still whisper in your ear. It could be a, a billboard that you're driving down the road. Maybe you're having a bad day and, and the billboard says, trust God, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's several of those around here. Um, it could be that you're watching TV or, or, or you're watching um, somebody or you're at church on Sunday and your preacher says something to you that just hits you right in the heart. It happened to us the first day we went back to church a little over two years ago. He, he just, he, he said something that hit us right in the face. It was like taking a bat up against me and, and, and it hit me so hard that it made my heart sink. And it was like, okay, I, I hear you, Lord, you're talking to me, right? It's those types of things. It's, it's that chill you get. It's that wind or breeze you feel when there is no breeze, right? It's those types of things where God's speaking to you and Jesus is calling you because he knows you want to listen to him. And you just have to open your ears, take off the veil and open your eyes and open your ears and, and, and understand that he wants to be right there in your heart. So if you love him, he is going to be with you and in you. And a little bit further down in, in 27, it says, peace I leave with you. Oh my gosh, we peace. all need peace right now. With everything that's going on right now and, and everything that's happened in the last month, we need peace. This world needs peace. We need peace. I'm talking about personal peace. Peace that you have with the Holy Spirit in you that only he can give you. What do I have to do with that? Right? So he says, um, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Because the devil wants to give you what the world gives. And none of that's all that great. Right? Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. 
Oh, there's another one. Fear. Fear of what's going to happen tomorrow. The fear of, oh my gosh, am I going to get the corona? The fear of, oh my goodness, am I going to be able to pay my mortgage? Right? The fear of, oh dear, is my wife going to leave me? Well, you know what? If you call upon the Lord, those three things, those, those stones in your heart, if you call upon the Lord, he will answer you. You just have to seek his face. Will sustain you. Mm -hmm. His grace is sufficient. Absolutely. Woo! That was, yeah, that was uh, Paul talking about his thorn in his side. That's a whole nother lesson. So, anyway, so go ahead. So, 1 John 3 20. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater mm. than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God, and whatever we ask, we receive from Him. Because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Mm. Um, you know, if you, you can't get hung up on beating yourself up. That's mm. that's not of God. That's the enemy. He wants to get you stuck there beating yourself down. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did this. You know, mm. that's all underneath the blood. As long as you have repented of it and you got the stones out, yep. um, that's underneath the blood of Jesus. You don't need to be, uh, be stuck there. And, you know... If we keep his commandments, it's like uh, the, the the word of God is, the Bible is God. It's Jesus. He was here in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And the Bible and the, the scriptures, they are our, our playbook. If yep. we're playing a football game or kickball, you know, <laughs> we, we need to know how to overcome something. We need to know how to do something strategically. And yeah. the perfect will of God, we got to go to the word of God. The Bible will help us. He will, you know, light a, um, a path to our feet. He will show us one step at a time. So if Ooh, we good. lean on him, we go to him. That's good, girl. So in earlier, Suzanne said in Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So if I think to myself, oh man, today is the day I'm going to get fired. Or, oh man, I, I'm not good at this. Or, you know, I'm just such a failure and I just don't know if I should do that again. I'm just going to fail again. No, that's not what God it wants for you. He, he says it right here um, that Suzanne just read. If you have confidence towards God and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. He's talking about what's in your heart. God is greater than our heart. God is greater than our heart. So when we seek him, when we go after him and we're doing that, he is going to be greater in our heart. Mm -hmm. So don't be down on yourself. You can be your worst critic, but you know what? You can be also the, also the one that is the one holding you back from doing greatness, doing good things in this world. So don't, don't be another stone yourself. That's right. Not forgiving yourself can be a mm. really large stone, huge stone, huge stone. And it's prideful to think that, Oh, I can't forgive myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to get that one off of you and out of you. Quick. Get the tongs out and start picking those <laughs> stones out of your heart. So, <coughs> excuse me. So in Titus 3, 6, it says, he saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness. That means he, did, he didn't save us for all the good things I do because I, I, I am a good person, right, uh, of righteousness. But according to his mercy, the mercy that he gave us by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. 
the living water that he's giving us, right? Whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that being justified by his grace, his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. What's an heir? Someone that inherits a kingdom, property, land, money. And, and who are we? We're heirs. We are heirs to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We have, we have, now mind you, Jesus was a Jew, right? So when we are woven into the vine with him, and he is the vine, and we're woven into, woven into the vine, we become what? Jewish. Yeah, we become we become like Jesus. Now we won't be exactly like Jesus until he comes back for, for us, and we all um, ascend, and then we come back and fight for a thousand years. But um, then we'll be like Jesus. We'll all be brothers like like Je- brothers and sisters like Jesus. But until then, we want to try to strive to be like Jesus. So what do we do? We continue to remove the stones. From our hearts, right? And we put them in the, in the, in the pot, right? <laughs> we, closer we get and closer to his end. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, 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 that was good. All right, you got the next one. Jeremiah 29. Like Jeremiah, man. 11, yeah, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then... You will call upon me mm-hmm. and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, um, since Titus talked about him pouring a little bit of the Holy Spirit in you, we're going to pour a little bit more into you. Remember, this represents you, okay? This represents us as human beings. You know, the one thing that sticks out in this part of Jeremiah is that you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So how do we seek and find God? What do we do? Well, we go into a quiet place. We close the door. We get down on our knees. We put our hands together. We look at heaven and we pray to him. And we say, God, whatever it is you're going to do with me today, please do it. Let, let me fill this earth with your joy. Let me uh, meet somebody that I can share your word with. Put someone in my path that I can pray for. Continue to put the stepping stones in front of me, Lord, that I can stay on that path and not venture off to where my own desires lay, where 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 the 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 spirits, the evil spirits, are lurking on the side of the path, waiting for me to step off the path. Lord, help me. Come to me. Be inside my heart. Fill me with your love. That's what we are doing. That's how we seek His face. And when we seek His face. He draws us near to him and we draw him near to us, right? That's how you develop the relationship. We're not talking about religion. We're not talking about the things you have to do on time every day and what you're supposed to do or you're supposed to, you know, pray this way or pray that way. You just have a conversation with Jesus. That's right. Because it's the relationship that we have with Jesus, which makes us Christians, mm, right? Amen. So in Romans 13, it says, now... May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing, believing in him, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is pouring the Holy Spirit into us as a gift. He gave it to his disciples right before he ascended. He said, the Lord is going to give you the Holy Spirit. And so when Pentecost happens and they were in the upper room and 
the Holy Spirit came and they were speaking in tongues and just going to town and the people outside, how do they know my language? How are they praying in my language? And there was hundreds of different languages out there and they came out and they were like, yes, we just totally got filled with the Holy Spirit because what God did and what Jesus promised was he poured the Holy Spirit into them, right? The disciples also had issues and challenges. They also had to remove stones from their heart too. So they had to remove them one by one. Peter, Peter was a wreck before he met Jesus. My gosh, Peter was, Peter was, he was rascally, he, he was rascally right? And he was hard-headed. And it, it even talks about that. He was even hard-headed with Jesus at one time. And Jesus had to rebuke him and say, get behind me. Because he didn't want him to go into Jerusalem, right? Yeah. And so he goes, get behind me, devil. And, and, or Satan. And Peter's like, what? You know, and then of course, Peter had a little bit of rebellious side, so he had some stones he had to get out of his heart, too. Sure did. Oh, please read the next one. That's so good. Proverbs 27, 19. As in water, face reflects face. So a man's heart reveals the man. So just as you look in the water or a pond, you see your face. You know, what's in your heart reveals who you are, mm -hmm. what you are, mm -hmm. how you're working, how you're operating, how you're seeing the world. Um, is not good. So if you got stones in your heart, it's going to come out. It's going to be reflected in your attitude, mm -hmm. your character, your thoughts, your actions. So you got to get the stones up and out of you. And don't think you're fooling anybody because you're not. Because a lot of people can see through you. And when they see through you, then they're not going to trust you. And if they don't trust you, they're not going to deal with you. They're not going to talk to you and they're not going to work with you. So be honest, come from the heart. And, and just and live the way that the good Lord would want you to live. That's right. So I'm going to have you read this last one, and then I'm going to make one more comment, and we'll wrap it up. All right. We want to, um, this is good. Psalm 5110, you can go before the Father every day. You can say this of yourself as many times as you want. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Mm. Um, just ask him every day, every morning, give me a clean heart, mm -hmm. renew my spirit, re-energize me, re breathe your breath, oh God, into me, you know, revive me every day, mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Let me be an extension of you, Jesus. I want to be able to help and bless where you want me to help and bless. Just Remove the final stone from my heart, Lord. That's basically what it's saying here. And what's so great about this is that there's two, um, there's two Psalms in here that we mentioned that I really want y'all to go back and look at after we're done sharing this time with you is Psalms 5110. And it's, it, it, you're, you're praying to create in me a clean heart, a good and re and renew, uh, a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Well, the good thing is, is that the Lord is not going to take the Holy Spirit from you, okay? He's given it to you as a gift. How you use and, and, and are guided by the Holy Spirit is fully up to you. And then it says in Psalms 139, like, she, like we read earlier, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there, are, see if there be any hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way. These two particular Psalms, 5110 
in 139.23, you need to read to yourself every morning when you wake up, when you pray, and every night when you go to bed. Because he'll give you good dreams. He'll give you sweet dreams. He'll let you see what his his love and, and how he presides and, and resides in you. Okay? The Holy Spirit will give you good things if you can just hand yourself over to him and, and get filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So remember I told you, I filled this up first. We took all the all the stones out of our heart and we go to fill in the rest of our heart with the Holy Spirit. This is how he pours into us. So he fills our souls. He fills our body. He fills our hearts with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that's the lesson that we learned today is let's get the stones out of our heart, the things that are holding us back and keeping us from Jesus. And let's fill it with the Holy Spirit by renewing our minds with his word on a daily basis. Go to church. If you if you haven't gone to church in a while, for whatever reason, and maybe you're a little nervous about going to church because of what is going on and the things of, of, of this world right now, then I urge you to watch it on TV. Um, whatever church it is that you want to find. Celebration Church is a good one. Freedom Church is a good one. Um, Cornerstone in San Antonio with the Hagees. Um, Restoration. Ro- Restoration. Robert Morris and Dell. Whoever, whoever you're going to relate to and how, how the Lord speaks to you. I urge you to watch any of those those services on TV. If you can go to church and be in the sanctuary while church is going on, that's even better, right? Get around the light. Get around the light. Absolutely. Don't isolate yourself during these times. Absolutely. So um, we're going to wrap this up. And, and Suzanne, I would appreciate it if you would pray for these folks out there. Right, Great. You. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, for this time. Thank you for this fellowship. Mm. I pray that we stewarded your word to your children accordingly Mm -hmm. to your will, Father God. I ask God that you uh, just bless everyone that's watching this with the peace of God that surpasses all Mm. understanding to guard their hearts and their minds. I ask peace be still. I speak to you that peace be still and know that he is God. Jesus is with us. The Holy Spirit's with us. He's in you. Just learn to lean on him more and more each day. Don't worry. Don't be concerned because he's going to work it all out for you. Good if you love him. So we just ask, Lord God, that you uh, take away all these cares of the world and all these stones. Mm -hmm. Remove the stones out of everybody's heart Mm -hmm. that is watching this. I pray, Father God, that everybody pay this um, time forward and that they share this with everyone. Mm -hmm. And just be renewed. Renewed every day with a steadfast spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So yes, you can see this on woodlandsonline.com or in the video section. Go to more videos and you'll find Glory to God on the go. And there's several episodes in there that you can watch. You can uh, find this on Facebook and uh, on uh, Glory to God on Facebook. You can find it on YouTube on Glory to God on the go. And so uh, there are several ways you can see it. Like us in each one of those uh, uh, venues that you can view it at. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a, a little heart, you know, or give us a smiley face, uh, whatever you prefer, uh, and uh, share it with your friends. So we thank you for joining us. Wait until next time. And by the way, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas and everyone. enjoy your new year. And you may see us one more time before the year's out. And we thank you so much for joining us. So have a great, blessed day. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.